0: Hey what's going on this is Jesse Belvin and this is the free from nine to five podcast This is Jesse Belvin with Free From 9 to 5. Uh, This is the Free From 9 to 5 podcast. This is episode number one. Yeah, guys, that's a really, really big deal. Uh, For those of you that don't know me, uh, I've been an entrepreneur and a business owner now for, gosh, what feels like almost a decade at this point. And I'm actually down here in Southern California Oh, multiple projects, multiple businesses that myself and my wife run from home. And, um, you know, I've been kicking around this idea for a long time, the Free From 9 to 5 brand. Uh, I, I knew that I wanted to get a podcast started. Um, it's just a matter of, of, of balancing it with everything else. Uh, a little bit about my background for those of you that are just tuning in I got my start in, I guess you can call it business, I became a network marketer, uh, I, I, I wanna say like 10 years ago. Don't quote me if I'm not exactly uh, accurate with that. Maybe it was like nine, maybe it was eight, I don't really know at this point. Um, but I got started in network marketing, did very well in it, uh, kind of fell out of love with it uh, five, six years later. Okay. Traveled all around the United States, uh, as far as actually living, not just traveling, but like living all around the United States. Met my wife. Um, we've tried multiple different ventures. Ended up getting out of network marketing and um, really fell in love with with not just internet marketing but content marketing. I love content. I, I I wake up in the morning and I pound my chest and I legitimately think I am the king of content, and I'll explain why here in just a minute. Um, but if, if for any of you that are sports fans, I feel like I'm Stephen A. Smith. Uh, you know, the guy will be on ESPN. They always talk about his work ethic, he's on ESPN. Then he's doing his radio show for like the next couple hours after that. Then you'll even see him like, you know, it'll be like boxing that night. He shows up, he's doing boxing, he's talking about boxing. The guy is everywhere, he doesn't sleep. And that's how I feel as well. Um, you know, I am kind of ambitiously lazy. Like I work really hard on things that I wanna do. And I'm lazy if it has something to do with stuff I don't want to do. And uh, I work really hard right now on stuff so that down the road I don't have to work as hard anymore. So for those of you that maybe have felt like you are a hard worker but also have like this stigma of laziness, that's probably what you are too. Uh, So anyways, guys, I got started in content marketing. I was doing my thing there. My wife comes to me. For those of you that know the story, right? She's like, "Hey, I want to start this design business." Uh, so we kind of combined in powers—my internet marketing, content marketing, her design skills—and built a very, very large business that has allowed us to live a pretty comfortable life. Uh, we came from Connecticut; It uh, was the last stop on our world tour, uh, United States tour, anyways. And uh, then we wound up here, back in San Diego, California, and um, just, just. Really enjoying life. We have a daughter, six years old, and um, she's just the best thing in the world. And it's so nice to be able to stay at home every day, hang out with her, help her with her homework, balance business, uh, and uh, and just really live a life. Um, how do you say that on your own terms? And so that's that's kind of like my story in a nutshell. I actually started this business, um, this website content, uh, sports. It's like a sports pop culture content website. Uh, It's kind of like TMZ, kind of like Barstool, kind of like uh, Outkick the Coverage. It's called Recap, Rinse, Repeat. And it started off as just kind of a blog, then turned into sports gambling as well, and then turned into a podcast. Then we've got the t-shirts. We've got the affiliate stuff. It's just a lot of fun. And I have a sneaking suspicion we're just getting started with that, so very excited about that. Then there's, you know, oh gosh, I'm just looking up our whiteboard right now. We, um, my wife and I, were fortunate enough to uh, have this really cool project fall into our hands. Uh, uh, it's called Codewear Clothing. The story of it, how it fell into our hands, is actually kind of kind of devastating. But uh, we we'll, you know, if you guys. Uh, have been following that. You probably already kind of know how that fell into our hands, but uh, we are running a very successful t-shirt business out here in Southern California and uh, really excited about that. The website is almost done. Um, the code wear, or code wear, it's called codeware. The COVID stuff really kind of, um, what would you call it? Really kind of uh, slowed everything down with that. Uh, but we are we are up and running and almost done with the website. Um, there's, I'm looking at my whiteboard. There's stuff I can't even talk about because it's just, it's just now kind of about ready to pop, and I, I can't really give all that away just yet. But uh, as you can see, we're pretty much everywhere. We pretty much have our hands in everything. And uh, the cool stuff is, is that, or the cool thing is, is that uh, we built a successful business, very large business, and um, that has allowed us to both kind of pursue stuff that we're passionate about. And uh, this, this year's been just massive and I, I never thought it would be this big uh, I knew it was gonna be big I didn't know it was gonna be this big and then I have a sneaking suspicion 2021 is going to make 2020 look like peanuts so very cool and very excited about that uh, Just just little uh, housekeeping or uh, fair warning uh, I don't have a filter so I'm gonna be um, I'll talk about the format of what this podcast is. And uh but just fair warning, uh, it's I I I I don't even have time to filter myself. Definitely don't have time when I'm gonna be going back and editing this podcast to to bleep myself out. So if uh if swearing offends you, definitely uh hmm. Yeah, probably just don't check this podcast out. Although I, there's gonna be some good nuggets, so I don't know. Uh maybe maybe just uh just be an adult and uh and tough it out. So uh yeah, so that's my background. Um, you know, I, I've kind of had every job you can imagine, really just sick and tired of being sick and tired. I know everybody hears that a lot, but I truly hated working a job and uh, for a lot of different reasons. But it's just, man, it's like, it's one of those things like I used to tell people you would, uh, like, I love sports and I, I used to live in the Northwest and I'd go to Portland uh, Trailblazers games on the weekend and I would be the guy who's like on, it's like Saturday or even Friday. And I would already be thinking about Monday, right? I, I couldn't even enjoy myself. We'd go to a movie. I couldn't think about the movies. I, I was just thinking about, oh my gosh, Monday is coming. And I know that some of you probably listening, it's like, holy fuck, he's, he's, I get it. I get that. Like 70% of the US workforce hate their job. But every single day they have to show up to that job in order to make ends meet. And that sucks. And I don't really know, you know, a way to like, have everybody like this. Isn't one of those things where (sighs) I'm not even going to edit that out. So, um, this, this isn't gonna be one of those things where I think I can probably save everybody because ultimately the way the, um, the country's set up is there are going to be people that have to be employees. And the thing is, is like, not everybody uh, should be an entrepreneur. Some people just aren't wired that way. But if you've ever felt like, oh my gosh, like I have this burning desire for more than what I than waking up and going to a job and coming home and repeating that for like 50 years, paying your bills and then dying, um, then, you know, maybe uh, re, uh, Free From 9 to 5 is for you. So, uh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, before we get going, I want to just give a shout-out to our partnerships. Uh, I want to give a shout-out, biggest shout-out, the, the company that just that just runs just about all of our lives uh, with our internet marketing funnels, content, you name it. I have to give a special shout out to our friends from Kartra. Hey, what's going on, you guys? I wanna talk to you about Kartra. Uh, Kartra is not a sponsor of this podcast, but I am an affiliate with Kartra and highly recommend it to anybody uh, who is in the internet online marketing game. Uh, it, it is basically a one-stop shop. Everything under one roof. Uh, email marketing funnels, membership sites. Uh, you can create an affiliate program with it. Uh, it pretty much does it all, and it is fantastic. Uh, the best part about it is simple. I've I've tried the other guys. I've tried a lot of different companies out there, and uh, it is very simple. And I highly recommend it. So definitely test drive it. You can you can you can uh, get your hands on it for one dollar. 14-day trial, and uh, I I promise you, you will not regret it, uh, assuming you go through the videos and follow their step-by-step guide. So definitely check it out. If you need the affiliate link for it, uh, feel free to email me at jesse at belvinmedia.com, and I will give you my direct affiliate link so you can try it, $1, 14-day trial, and uh, I promise you will not regret it. All right, thank you, CarTrap. And then lastly, uh, this, this company is actually kind of just kind of fell into my lap. Obviously I don't own this company or anything like that, but it is, uh, it has been a, a, uh, well, actually I'll explain to you. Uh, my goal with free from nine to five, which I was going to wait till a little bit later to talk about this, but my goal with free from nine to five was not to make a lot of money off of uh, like selling courses. I, I really, I'll be honest. I cannot stand coaching. And I cannot stand. Uh, yeah, I can't stand coaching. And I and I really i have not I haven't been really that interested in like sitting around and like for like a month two months and building courses and stuff like that. I already helped my wife with uh, with her business and her courses. And as far as myself, I'm just not that guy. I'm really not. And and not to mention, I believe that the content out there, there's already content that exists out there um, that like whether it's courses, you know, programs. Uh, affiliate partnerships, whatever you name it, um, memberships. I believe services, right? I believe that the content, I believe the opportunity, the content. It's all, it's all already out there. If I throw something together, probably chances are you could have already fucking found it on YouTube, uh, Google, whatever. Okay, so um, now there's some new industries kind of creeping up. So there's that, but as far as me making a course. It, it's guys. It's already out there. Uh, Chet Star. If you if you if you dig uh, long enough, you'll 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 find it. Um, so what my goal was, uh, you know, is to bring the information to you, right? Bring bring the uh, the the programs, the memberships, the services. I want to bring it to you and and tell you, and I and I'm gonna be involved in all of it uh, because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like promote something that I don't use. Um, but I I just I always felt like man if. Uh, if there's a too much opportunity that's just as bad as too little and um, there's so much opportunity out there right now for you to be able to go out there I'm a dad obviously I've already said that uh, I it's just it's so important I feel to be in our kids lives and, and really get to watch them grow and develop and uh, and not you know not uh, not have to spend most of your life away and that's it i just get really passionate about it and because there's so much opportunity out there it's like i said it's it's almost overwhelming so like you're getting in and you're like oh my gosh you just see all these shiny objects and you're like where do i get started and i think that that's what free from nine to five really represents i want to show you how to get started what to get into um could you get into multiple stuff sure absolutely uh, but I want to I bring the opportunity to you, and uh, that's really what the goal is. That's the goal of this podcast. I'm going to be interviewing some of the top entrepreneurs in different fields, different professions, and, uh, and, and really give you a sense of what's out there. And you know, is this what I'm passionate about? Uh, I'm passionate about helping people uh, live a better life. Um, you know, I'm passionate about content. I, I, I literally, I, I strive to be one of the biggest content uh, people on online. I'm involved in everything, I've got my hands in everything and I want to show you how you can do something very similar. Will I show you how to make a sports uh, and pop culture podcast like Recap, Prince Repeat? Probably not. Will I show you how to make a blog? Uh, probably. And if I don't, I will bring somebody in that will uh, because ultimately, uh, that's, that's kind of my, my, my goal. So, uh, anyways, so yeah, I want to, I want to give a big shout out to the newest company that, um, that we are kind of signing off on. Um, I've been a, I've been a member with them now for, oh, a couple weeks. Uh, we had like a, there was like a little bit of a secret pre-launch plus, I should tell you, we, uh, we did some of the, uh, the branding for this company and, um, only reason I say that is because if you sign up, I think it gets you get like one of those messages from. Uh, I'm gonna say it's probably my wife's account uh, that confirms your sign up, and uh, so I just like to get that out of the way right now because we can't figure out how to change that. So we're gonna have to figure that out at some point. But the company's launched and it's already given some some really great. Uh, well, I'm gonna talk about what it does. So if you're ever wondering how, if you're a big cryptocurrency. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, aficionado, someone who's just like super excited about cryptocurrency. Uh, like I am now, I wasn't always, I'll be honest, uh, but I very much so am now. Uh, if you are like me and you are interested in, you know, uh, I, I got to choose my words carefully here, but um Uh, grabbing, getting, uh, getting your hands on uh, the cryptocurrency that goes 10x, 20x, or even 100x in growth. Uh, I want you to look no further. Uh, then digital diamond hunter. Digital diamond hunter gives weekly hidden diamond reports, and it really will put you ahead of the game. The 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 group, the community was created by blockchain and cryptocurrency uh, enthusiasts. And like I said, I've been a I've been a member now of the group now for a couple weeks, and it's really crazy. I mean they're they're dropping uh, uh, coins, you know that I I've never even heard of. And I'm just like, all right, well, it makes sense to me, you know, and um, and so far so good. I don't uh, I don't want to disclose exactly how much I'm up because obviously you guys know it's a very volatile like uh, industry. So like I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm up like, you know, like 300%. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, actually I'm, I'm up like 5%. And then, oh no, I'm up like 20%. But ultimately it's been really, really good. And um and and their prices are super affordable too. So very excited about that. Like I said, I don't promote anything that I myself do not uh, do not use. If it's a service, uh, if it's a you know, if it's like a course, uh, I've got a course now on our free Facebook group, uh, free from nine to five community on Facebook. Uh, there's a couple courses I'm promoting on there. I'm I'm not affiliated with. I have just signed up for their course, loved what I saw, and thought, man, this could really help some people out there. So uh, full transparency, and that's that's what I'm doing. So uh, Digital Diamond Hunter, if you want, I, I'll post the link in the podcast link below, but ultimately if you go enroll.digitaldiamondhunter.com, once again, enroll.digitaldiamondhunter.com, uh, it'll take you right to the, uh, to the sales page, and uh, you can check it out. And if it makes sense, awesome. And if it doesn't, no worries. Uh, but I, if you're a cryptocurrency enthusiast and you want to get your hands in on the best uh, the best picks, that's where I recommend to go. And so anyways, guys, that's it for Digital Diamond Hunter. But definitely check it out. Highly recommend it. And uh, yeah, so anyways, talking about shifting gears here, I want to talk about uh, the overall goal from Free From 9 to 5 uh, the podcast. Okay. So like I said, I want to bring on, uh, entrepreneurs who have done it, who have freed themselves from their nine to five, who are going out there and making it happen. And, uh, and I don't want this to be just, I want this to be a totally unfiltered podcast. Um, if I, if I'm bringing a guest on, I want them to feel comfortable that they can just be themselves. Uh, there's no cancel culture bullshit here. Uh, if you've ever fought, if you, if you listen to my other podcast, uh, for a recap, rinse, repeat, uh, I am anti-cancel culture except for Netflix I don't know what the fuck they're doing over there that's, that is disgusting uh, but outside of that um, yeah I am, I, am, I am anti-cancel culture and I want I want the, the entrepreneurs the business owners to, to feel comfortable here and um, and so yeah that's that's the goal and I want them to just share what industry they're with. Uh, their background how they got started how you can get started and how you can connect with them because I think that that's very 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 important and um, Today's first episode. I just feel it is uh, What would you call it? I feel it is important to bring this guest on today uh, for a couple reasons number one, he's he's my best friend and um, He's my ride or die. This guy is is a really hard worker he he runs multiple restaurants, and um, not just that. He's like he's like one of the from from the outside looking in. He's one of the most likable bosses I I think I've ever seen. Um, and you know we got started actually linking up in the network marketing industry. I've seen this guy do online marketing, uh, inner you know uh, uh, network marketing. Uh, like I said, he runs multiple restaurants, but his big passion is cryptocurrency. Right, so this is one of the uh, one of the niches industries uh, that I really wanted to bring into free from nine to five. There's a there's a bunch of them. I listed them actually on Facebook the other day. But uh, we're gonna be talking about trading. We're gonna be talking about uh, internet marketing, blogging, uh, probably network marketing at some point. Uh, what credit repair, forex. Uh, I, I don't know anything you guys can think of. I said trading already, but you know investing, real estate. Uh, my goal is to bring on people from all over, and uh, if it's if it's something you're interested in, awesome. That'll be the episode for you to listen to, and um, and then of course we'll probably litter it with like affiliate links and and links for you to get get involved and um, you know maybe free content to point you in the right direction. Uh, but anyways, I want to introduce this guy. Uh, like I said, my best friend, uh, family man. I think we're almost the exact same age. We're like. Uh, his birthday is a day before mine, but I'm one year older. So he's, um, but he's just such a hard worker, and he's so passionate about cryptocurrency. Uh, actually, so much so that we were actually partying in Vegas, and everyone's having like a really good time. And this dude, like. Has his phone out and he's just constantly going through the next, the next uh, coin, uh, the next, you know, the next cryptocurrency that you got to look at. The dude is just is just nonstop. He's obsessed with this, and and here this is why I'm bringing him on. It's because he does very well in the industry, and um, and I believe that that's that could be some value for like you know. There's so many people like I said, you're working a job and you're, you're just like man, this this shit sucks. Um, but you know maybe maybe stocks are boring for you. Maybe trading really isn't your thing, right? Um, But cryptocurrency is so new that there's just so much opportunity out there. And I think that the industry itself is only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And this is one of the reasons I'm so excited uh, to bring this guy on. So uh, with that said, uh, out in Vancouver, Washington, Kyle... Finley he's actually gonna he's gonna he's gonna rough this one out from his car so Kyle can you hear us okay yes sir yes sir okay so we're this is like okay so you guys have to understand I've got like it looks like a circuit city in my uh my office right now (laughs) and I've got like fucking uh I've got a, a microphone that I'm not allowed to plug in right now because if I have that plugged in it doesn't work with Kyle on my laptop and anyways it's just a mess so um Glad that Kyle, glad you're able to hear us okay. Are uh, you guys, uh, I know you guys got like a bunch of smoke and shit up there, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty crazy. I think uh, this morning our, our earth quality level was around like 530. I mean, uh, in, it, it was crazy. You know, yesterday morning I left my house and I was heading heading into work and uh, you couldn't see about 30 feet in front of your car when you were driving. Holy it was, shit. I mean, it was unlike anything I've ever seen, um, but yeah, it's uh it's getting a little better today thankfully but yeah the air up here in the northwest is just completely fucked right now pardon my friends.
0: No, yeah, no, this is a safe zone. <laughs> yeah, my mom, my mom um have, you've never met my mom, right?
1: No, you know, I, 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 came out to your house once and I think it was your dad that came out, but yeah, I don't think I met your mom.
0: Yeah. So my mom, she sent me a screenshot and she was like, dude, check this out. And it was like, her whole windshield was like caked and shit from the air. And I was like, "Ugh." yeah.
1: Yeah. It's terrible. You know, the one thing that I was hearing people say is like, after this things all over, make sure you change the air filters in your house and your car and oh, yeah. that kind of stuff. Cause like, this is, this is just unbelievable
0: how bad the smoke is up here. And they're arresting people, right? Like, it's like, uh, they're...
1: Yeah, you know, it's funny, because you got Facebook and the news, and even I saw two uh, different sheriff's counties uh, tweet on their Twitters that um, that about these rumors that are false, but yet there's evidence popping up left and right all over the place of people being arrested for it. Right. I mean, just by my house, uh, there was a scanner where there was someone saying they were throwing Molotov cocktails out on 205, which is literally, my house is probably 3,000 feet away from 205, and uh, they even found one of the Molotov cocktails and everything that was thrown, and it's like, I don't understand what the big deal of trying to say that this stuff was false when it's obviously happening in multiple different areas across Oregon and and Washington but you know whatever there must be some kind of political BS tied to it or something but there's
0: no people up in Portland that throw Maltov cocktails at anybody no no not in
1: Portland
0: no never yeah that group that group we're not allowed to talk about they don't exist so anyways (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah they don't exist they it just it's a it's a
0: fairy tale group. You you know what it is? And um if, if by the way if you're a member of Antifa and you stumble upon this, you're you're a piece of shit. But uh the um <laughs> the, the the crazy thing is is it's it's people that literally were like I listen, I'm not saying it's bad to not be cool in high school, but like you for sure were not cool in high school. And you're an Antifa member now, and you're like, this is like payback, you know? Like, it's so funny. I see like these malnourished, like hundred and like ten pound like boys and girls, like, like they'll sneak and they'll hit you in the head with like a bike lock or spray some shit on your face, and then they'll like they'll go like back into the group, and then there's like. Some big, giant, like, dildo-looking humans and, like, like the enforcers that, like, all of a sudden... It's just... It's such a weird thing, Yeah. Man. Well,
1: you know, they showed mugshots of all the people that have been arrested from the, the riots and everything. Yeah. And it's, like, every one of them has a different fucking colored hair. Yeah.
0: No, New, New York was making fun of, like, seven of them because they were all, like, wealthy. They are all, like, from, like, wealthy families. Like, dyed hair, all white. Like... Right. It's it's just it's very weird. Anyway, I know it's just super. Dude, not to go off on that. Team, no, it's, sorry, it's just super. I yeah, can do it all day long. <laughs> I know. I like forget which podcast I'm on. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, okay. So, Kyle, you are. Uh, I, I already mentioned it earlier, but you're uh, thirty, almost thirty one, correct? Yes, correct. Okay, and tell us a little bit about like, like obviously. Uh, when this is free from nine to five, right? So when was the last time you had a job? Like where you like weren't like, I've already talked about the restaurant business where you weren't affiliated with the restaurant business. You were working a job. You had a, a boss. You didn't know him. Yeah. Like when, when was the last time you'd say you had that?
1: You know, looking back, it's probably been, I want to say 20 hold oh, let me look at about this again really quick because i remember i quit my last job on christmas eve actually okay um at least last job that i've had that isn't my own family's right. business sure. where uh, you know um but yeah it was christmas eve and i believe it was 2014 it was 2014 or 2015 one of the one of the two but i worked at costco and uh I had actually got the job at Costco to, you know, cause I'd worked for my dad. I worked at Nike in the past and worked at foot locker and worked at a, a gym and, and all that kind of stuff here and there. Um, but I always had my summer gig with my dad and uh, I always loved that. So anything that got in the way of that, I just kind of eventually said screw it, whatever. Um, but you know, I was coming out of college. I graduated, uh, with a bachelor's and kind of felt like I needed to show that, you know, I didn't necessarily need the family business in a sense and show that sure. I could go do whatever else. Um, so that's when I ended up getting the job at Costco and you know, everyone looking for a job, you know, a nine to five type job. is like, Oh, Costco, you know, that's a great place to work. You know, no one ever says bad things about right. Costco. You know what I mean? Everyone's like, Oh, it's a great job. They got great benefits. My mom tried to and give and me on. a
0: job at Costco. She's like pushing right, me into exactly. Costco. Yeah. <laughs>
1: exactly because i don't know it's like the one store that it's like everyone looks at it's like oh you work at costco right that's cool you know but uh um but yeah i I got a job there and uh i moved up pretty quickly it was it was actually pretty cool um went from you know front end to a stalker working like 3 a.m shifts and stuff like that and you know stalking the store and then uh yeah christmas eve came around and uh they wanted me to work and it was kind of we had some family stuff going on so i showed ended up uh telling my dad sorry man I, you know, I gotta work and he's like you know what you should just quit that job and come come manage the bar
0: <laughs> come back and, home
1: <laughs> i was like all right well yeah. at least you know that you know i can go do whatever else and sure but uh you know at the end of the day family's family and um you know helping and being part of of uh, our enterprise, we've kind of created up here in Portland, yeah. uh, Portland, Vancouver. I say that because some people, I say Vancouver, they think Canada. But uh, but yeah, getting an opportunity to uh, go in and, and be a general manager of a high high volume sports bar that you know that did at the time over two million dollars a year. It, was, it sounded fun, you know, it sounded intriguing. Um, so uh, quit Costco and and then went back to work for the family, and here we are. However, many years later, and a million I'm still, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, uh, but yeah. So probably about, probably about, it's been, uh, been at least five or six years.
0: That's awesome. So you're, uh, so okay. Obviously, I've already said um, in the introduction, you and I how we met, network marketing, um, and then right now. So I've kind of introduced you as the crypto guy, right? So yeah, and. You know, it's it's really uh it's really cool like when your your I guess uh venture uh, can kind of intertwine with what you're passionate about, right? So yeah, I love sports gambling and I love uh content and I think that that's one of the reasons that I wanted to start this podcast was because I was like I already have a podcast has absolutely nothing it's nothing similar to what this is um but I love what I do and I love creating content and i've kind of introduced you as like the the crypto guy and like we were just in las vegas like uh what it was like felt like a, like a l- little over a month ago probably it was a month and a half ago yeah and so we're all like swimming and hanging out and this dude is tattooed to his his phone checking his his crypto updates and you can't even have a, you can't even talk to him about you know we'll be at a restaurant and he the the waiter or waitress is getting ready to take our order and he's got his phone out he's checking his crypto and it was so funny because at the time I was kind of like, I'd already kind of dipped in when Bitcoin did its like little spike, you know, to whatever twenty thousand, whatever right. it was, as, right?
1: As as a majority of people right. FOMO'd in after right. we saw a huge
0: rise, <laughs> I was like, okay, this is this is crazy. And I actually, I mean, I I think I, I did pretty well at the time, and then it kind of fizzled out. And of course, I get bored with it. And uh, Kyle was like, no, I'm, he's gonna be like six with it. And he actually becomes my go-to for like, you know, we're all hanging out in Vegas and I'm like, holy shit, there's there's something to this this crypto stuff that he's doing. He's like showing me the charts. He's, uh, he's, he does a little bit of both, trading, investing, it, you know, and he's showing me the charts and he's showing me, hey, this is where it was like a month ago. This is where it was, you know, whatever. And crypto is super volatile. So it's like up, mm-hmm. down, up, down. You're a millionaire, you're a thousandaire. You're a millionaire, you're a thousandaire. And... <laughs> So he's showing me the charts, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I was like, oh man." So he gives me a couple, uh, a couple like uh, you call them coins, a couple coins or tokens. We call them coins, tokens, projects. Okay, projects. We'll just stick to projects. Gives me a couple projects. He's like, "Yo, check this out. Invest in this, or well, I shouldn't say invest. Uh, put money towards this one." <laughs> and I would recommend
1: checking.
0: <laughs> yes, this one out. educational For purposes. purposes. <laughs> yeah, not a
1: financial. No
0: debt. Yeah, a little advice. asterisk. He, he is giving no advice here. Um, so I go and uh, do some research and come up with my own uh, opinion on what I should do. <laughs> and I put some, some money towards a couple of projects. And, dude, it was like I I doubled my, um, my own decision to <laughs> whatever. And I was like, holy fuck, this is amazing. And so we um, – we I, so at that point on, I'm like, okay, I need to like really start doing some research and and figure this out. And so, free from nine to five was was put together as I mentioned earlier on in the podcast. Everyone like this is I want I don't want to create courses because if I create courses, it's just shit that has already been done. It's regurgitated. It's my own little spin on it. What I would rather do is find people that have had success in different industries and bring them over to the free from nine to five brand. Whether it's free content, eBooks, uh, or just I just point in the direction of the service or memberships that they've already got going on, uh, that's that's really what this is all about. And so, Kyle, uh, for for people that are like, "What in the fuck is cryptocurrency?" Right? They didn't they didn't jump into that that uh thing that big boom right. that everybody got involved in. What would you like if you had to put it in layman's terms for them, what they're they know what US dollar is, they know what silver is, they know gold. What is cryptocurrency in your opinion?
1: Crypto cryptocurrency is essentially a decentralized uh peer-to-peer um interaction system that uses a blockchain to um log data, log transactions, and allow people to um, send value back and forth uh, to other people sure. without the intermediary of so-called, you know, a bank, a centralized service. It allows um, people to use a decentralized service um, to move stores of value.
0: And how long would you say, like, how long have you been, like, actively researching cryptocurrency? So, I... Uh, I've,
1: I got into crypto May 31st, 2017. Okay. Um, I was at, later on, I was in Hawaii when I first downloaded Coinbase and really started looking into it. I heard about Bitcoin uh, the first time, uh, probably in 20, 2014, when it was around eight seven 700 eight 800 bucks. And I remember seeing it too on Google and, and being like, what the <laughs> fuck? A Bitcoin is $800? <laughs> you gotta be shitting me. Right. There's no way in hell I'm paying for it, right? Of those because things. you that's think expensive, right? Eight hundred dollars sounds like a lot of money, especially six, seven years ago before the right. Fed decided to print six trillion dollars. But whatever, that's a whole other story of itself. But you know, you're thinking, oh, one coin is eight hundred dollars. Like, there's I can't afford that. That's way too much money, you know. So obviously, hindsight so always twenty twenty. And looking back now, that's dirt cheap. Um, but when I first decided to buy my first cryptocurrency. Uh, Bitcoin was around 1700 bucks. Ethereum, I think, was about 70 bucks, and Litecoin was $2.30. Um, and, uh, yeah, just I just kind of, I was intrigued by it. You know, Coinbase only offered three coins at the time. There's Litecoin, Ethereum, and Bitcoin, and that was the only way I knew how uh, to get involved. Um and I from there it just kind of sparked this crazy interest where I just started doing all this research trying to figure out what the fuck I was doing right and how this stuff worked because it was you know it's it's very overwhelming when you first get into it you know it's almost like learning another language um but uh so funny story I, I just kind of felt like I was trying to navigate this space um that didn't really have a whole lot of direction or information out there on how to navigate it um and I ended up just kind of uh Looking for podcasts. It was the first time I actually got involved with podcasts. Was crypto because you know I never really had any interest in listening to podcasts beforehand. But I figured, hey, maybe somebody's got some information out here that will help guide me to make sure I'm you know not screwing this up. And I found uh, the podcast Crypto One Hundred and One, which is uh, still alive and uh, well today, ran by uh, two other guys that that now run it who do a great job with it. Um, uh, and uh, at the time, a, a guy named uh, Matthew Aaron. Shout out to Matthew. Um, he uh, he was running this podcast. He was about a month and a half, six weeks or so into this podcast, and I was just listening to his to his episodes, and it was like it was making sense to me, and I really digged with you know how he how he presented himself and, and all the info he was giving because I felt like it was like this is it, like this is what you, this is what we need, you know, crypto 101. It it tells you what a wallet is, what the blockchain is, you know, how all these different things work, these new terms that I've never heard. And, uh, yeah, not to go off too much on a tangent, but, you know, he had an episode uh, that I listened to where he said it was a lonely job and if there's anyone out there, you know, that wanted to help him, uh, you know, to hit him up. And I was like, well, shit, this guy, all he has is a
0: yeah. twitter and a very searchable podcast. name yeah
1: yeah and, and like yeah and i'm like crypto 101 like that's genius this guy's got gold but, yeah and he's cool as shit like I've, i'm gonna fucking reach out to him why not see what happens <laughs> yeah. and uh i reached out to him and uh, he's a super cool guy um and uh we ended up running running the podcast together he was the host and i kind of helped build the uh the social media and the marketing aspect that he brought me in as his marketing guy we You know, created a Facebook group that grew to uh, over 4,000 members very quickly. And uh, our podcast views went from, you know, a couple hundred listens to, I think we peaked at over 100,000 listens at one point. Holy cow. Yeah, during that whole bull run. I mean, the interest was just going through the roof. I mean, like you said you FOMO'd in, you bought when it was around, you know, 20 grand. And that's what a lot of people were doing. The interest was just going through the roof because no one thought that, you know, Bitcoin was going to be worth that much money. And, uh, you know, human nature, something's going up and up and everyone's FOMOs in and then obviously it crashed like it did. And a lot of people panic sell. And then the next thing you know, they think crypto's a fraud because they bought it 20 K and right. sold at 6 K. Right. But, um, but yeah, so I just got involved with him, and uh, from there, my knowledge just kind of uh, kept growing. And uh, having another resource like Matthew, who was incredibly helpful, and super cool, and so much fun to work with, um, I just kind of stayed in the space. And the crazy part to see though was, uh, you know, after the whole boom happened, and you know, February of twenty eighteen hits, and the whole markets come, essentially crashing, and uh, you know, our, our interest in the podcast even did the same thing you know we went from oh really and at yeah oh i mean it was it was it was super wild to watch um i mean we went from averaging 40,000 views an episode to you know back down to like 2000 holy 1, shit
0: that's crazy yeah.
1: yeah and you know with how big we've grown you know matt started bringing in other guys to help with you know selling ad space and all that kind of stuff and and that was really profitable i mean obviously when the views or the listens went down so did the profits, but at the end of the day, uh, what Matt created was was uh, it was legendary in my opinion. it was, yeah. it was gold. And and, and without what, all the work he put in, those guys, uh, Pizza Mind and other guys. I think Bryce Bryce and Pizza Mind. Uh, uh, yeah, they they wouldn't have it to where it is today without all the work that Matthew put in. But um, but it's definitely it's it's still a good podcast. Those guys do great with it. It's a good resource to go to you know, I think some of their stuff now is a little more advanced They, You know, they dive into some of the more meaty uh, details Mm. of of projects and all that kind of stuff. You know, when Matt started it, it was more focused on how to, you know, how to open a wallet, how to send crypto, you know, what, what is a, uh, what is a hard fork? What is a soft fork? You know, just, you know, basic terms that that you hear all the time. Um, But yeah, that that's kind of like where my journey started. And, uh, I just kind of stuck with it ever since. You know, the last two years obviously were rough because you know everyone's investments are down anywhere from you know fifty to ninety five percent in a lot of those uh, uh, that whole ICO boom that happened. Um, but but you know it's one of those things where it's like if you look in the in the if you look in the history of uh, if you look in the history of, of cryptocurrency, you see these crashes throughout. Sure. You know, and you've probably even seen the memes about you know Greg, the guy Greg who sold who bought at like eight it was like uh, bought it bought it eight dollars bought it two dollars and went all the way up to thirty two and sold at eight bucks or something like that and it was at thirty two at the point so he's like man I shouldn't have sold and it's like you know thirty two dollars is you know peanuts at this point so, right right um, you know you. you very often if you look in the in the past like you'll see crashes you know went from $2 to $32 and then came back down to a dollar and that kind of stuff so you know these massive crashes these massive corrections are i uh, hate to say but they're healthy in in the crypto market because it's just what happens it's going to happen again you know we're we're seeing bitcoin stay above 10k now i mean it went down for a minute but this last 10 year was the longest we've seen bitcoin over 10k um, ever uh, so I mean, really, we're just beginning to scrape the surface of the potential of this whole this whole industry. I mean, you look at the the size of um, I mean, what Apple just became the first two trillion dollar company, I believe, not too, like a couple weeks ago or a week ago or so. And you know the 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 whole cryptocurrency market is isn't even a trillion dollars. I think right now we're sitting around like three hundred and sixty billion, yeah. which is incredibly small compared to all these other. Right. Uh, all these other major companies that we're used to seeing. So we're literally just just scraping the barrel of what, what we're you know, capable of in, in that industry.
0: Well, we'll, we'll definitely – this is – guys, if you're listening and you're, you're interested in, in checking more out about crypto, obviously we have a free Facebook group, uh, which even if you go to the website, I think it still redirects you over there if you click the button. Uh, it's a free for 9 to 5 community. You can connect with Kyle in there. Um, and, uh, he's pretty much anything you'll see crypto related tag, Kyle gets tagged in it. Um, I wanted to say Kyle, you guys, for those of you that don't know, Kyle shows up to Las Vegas. He's got one of those, um, coronavirus scarf things on it's, uh, it's Ethereum at the time. I'm almost positive. He's wearing a link one right now. <laughs> <I am. laughs> it is. It is. So, so this dude, I, he's just, he lives, breathes and eats crypto, uh, and I'm just—I'm so happy that he's on here. And uh, it, okay, so here's here's what I want to do real quick. Kyle, uh, let me make it clear to anybody listening. Kyle does not give financial advice. He doesn't. Um, he's not. He's not an investor. He's not. He's not licensed. He's just a guy who can tell you, hey, go research for yourself. Uh, decide for yourself if that makes sense for this project, that project. Kyle, if you were to tell somebody to hop off this podcast and do their own market research on a project, um, what would you, cause I also, here's what I want to do and I'm, and I'm not shy about this. Uh, we, I don't have any sponsors. I do affiliate links. Um, I've already, I've already mentioned a couple things that we'll post links below, uh, this podcast. They're going to be affiliate links. So feel free to support the podcast in that way. If you're interested in getting involved in anything, Uh, I'm also going to make sure that if we bring guests on and they don't have their own membership services, anything like that, that uh, we we give them an opportunity if they're involved in anything that they can uh, have a link or two on this podcast as well. I, I definitely wanted to make sure Kyle got an opportunity to talk about a project maybe he recommends for somebody just getting started uh, that he maybe has some faith in, you know, long term. This is all long term, by the way, because it's a very volatile market. It's going to go up. It's going to go down. Uh, just something he has confidence in long term. He's not giving you financial advice. Kyle, what would be a project that – what's what's your favorite project right now um, for long term, you know, success, I guess? You know, there's a couple
1: different – degrees to that to my opinion you know there's there's always risk and reward and if you're in my opinion right now with where where the market is at um as far as a safe bet um i would say chain link but i i have to stick stick with ethereum i think what what's going on in the ethereum network right now is just is, is huge the the DeFi boom that is going on right now, and for those that don't know, DeFi stands for uh, decentralized finance. Ninety um, percent of DeFi going on in the cryptocurrency space right now is all being ran through the Ethereum network. Mm. Um, so all these projects, I don't know. You know, if you looked a little bit into crypto, you've heard about some of the crazy stuff that's been going on. Um, whether it's you know you finance or you know the sushi craze that just happened, um, you know all the, all those all those projects that are all over the space right now are, are are DeFi projects, and that is the big boom. I mean we saw we saw the amount of money that's been locked up in DeFi over the past couple of weeks uh, double triple quadruple. I mean, I think right now we're sitting around 12 billion, uh, dollars that's locked up in DeFi protocols right now. Um, a majority of which are all ran on the Ethereum network. Um, and, and for that, um, I'm extremely, extremely bullish on Ethereum. Um, and you know, for, for people that don't necessarily understand, um, Cryptocurrency or necessarily the difference between, say, something like Bitcoin and Ethereum. Think of Ethereum as, um, well, here we'll start with Bitcoin. Bitcoin is, is more like a digital gold. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all it is is a store value. It doesn't do anything else except hold value for you. And that is its main purpose. You can't do anything else with it. You can send it, receive it, hold it. That's it. Ethereum is a whole different ballgame. Ethereum is, uh, is essentially a, platform that allows developers to come and build decentralized applications on it. So think of, you know, when you think of Apple, you think of iOS, you know, their iOS platform that developers build their applications on for Apple. Well, And then you think Microsoft, well, Microsoft has Windows. So, you know, and that's what people build on. They build on the Windows platform to build applications. So Ethereum is essentially an iOS or a Windows, but it's a allows people to build decentralized applications where you know there's it's all just ran by smart contracts and code so there's no central body that controls you know all of what is happening it's all just governed by a code and what's in the code allows for it to happen so you know one of the another big uh comparison that i've heard is like you know saying how uh, or not necessarily a comparison, but a way to help people understand is, you know, PayPal, when you use PayPal, you're using them as a service to send and receive money and hold money. In it, right. Well, at the end of the day, PayPal can limit your withdrawals. They can freeze sure. your account. They can hold your money. They can decide what you can do with your money. Well, that's because PayPal is a centralized service. It is ran by an entity that has their own rules that decides when and what happens in with your money. So, what what um what these DeFi services are allowing is it takes that that middle person out or not middle person but that centralized head out where you know you're fully in control of your funds and what happens with them. You know, you can, you know, obviously there's rules and code and in, in the smart contracts where you do this, that has to happen, but but that's all, you know, that that's just stuff that makes sense. So it, it kind of just takes that human corruption error. Potential out of the out of the out of the picture so that's where all this becomes super intriguing because yeah. these DeFi projects are allowing people to do things that you would normally have to go through a bank for you know whether that's loans whether that's mortgages whether that's um, you know creating a savings account that accrues interest you know these DeFi projects are allowing people to do that Without having to go through a bank, you know, whereas a bank might even tell you, "No, you know, your credit's not good enough. Um, you know, you don't have enough history, so we're not going to give you this." Well, DeFi says, "Fuck all that. This is our program. This is our protocol. If you want to use it, fucking use it." Yeah. And and you know, you here's what the rules are. Here's how it works. If you like it, great. If you don't, whatever. It's going to keep going regardless. But there's, but it, and that's where the real potential of this whole. DeFi boom lies because people want access to financial products and if you can take out all of the entities that control and don't allow people to get access it's it's just creating a free market for it all so um, that's about us you know you know not to go off again on another tangent but in 2017 when when Bitcoin went way, way up and hit 20k and everything else was booming, I mean we're still down from the all-time highs, yeah. big time right now yeah. from 2017, but that, that whole push was was fueled by the ICO boom. And ICOs are essentially um,
0: initial coin offering
1: yeah yeah, initial coin offering, which is you know essentially a crowdfunding event that allows projects to get a bunch of money and launch their token and get it off the ground. Well, back then with the huge boom that was happening, it was a wild, wild west without, you know, a whole, not a whole lot of regulation. And uh, you had people, you know, creating, you know, shitcoin here, shitcoin there. <laughs> it didn't really matter. But as long as it was an ICO and you could market a property, people were going to fucking jump in it, you know, no matter what. Because everything was making money. Everything was going up. That's true. The problem now, and that a lot of people ran into, is a lot of those projects that were garbage are now down 98 99 99.9% from where they were
0: and or are
1: no longer around and that people just scam exited you know came in got all the money
0: we got hacked it, guys sold, we don't know what and, happened and then,
1: and then, yeah exactly <laughs> and then it dipped on it. So, yeah you know and, and and luckily the space now is, is a little more tame and, and regulated than it was back then so you don't see that happening nearly as often um, but I mean, if you look into uh, all the stuff that even just happened with Sushi over the last week and a half, that was another another case of somebody just creating, a, you know, taking advantage of the DeFi boom. You know, uh, for those who are knowledgeable in the space, all Sushi did was copy Uniswap's code and put a different brand on it and launched a a, a new a new protocol where you could go and trade coins and, and all that kind of stuff. But the problem is they aren't developing anything. They're just copying another company's code who's actually doing something, putting a funny name on it to be catchy. And then, you know, they pumped the coin up. The, the developer sold, I think, what was it? it was, I want to say, I just read about it this morning. I don't remember the exact number. I want to say it was like $14 million wow. or something like that, that he pulled from the treasury, which is like their backup funds to create liquidity to make it so people can use the. Um, the swap, you know, easily. But he pulled all of his stuff out of it and tried to pass the project on to another company. Well, he did pass the project on to another company, all while remaining anonymous, which all looks super sketch. So the coin went from like 11 cents all the way up to like $10 and then came crashing back down to like, I think at one point it hit like 80 cents or something like that after he pulled all of his funds. And uh, then he, you know, now the whole space is calling him out as like this big fraud, scammer, blah, blah, blah. And, I mean, he's trying to save face and said that, uh, you know, he returned, uh, I believe, a handful of the money back to the pool and the treasury. But um, but now he's saying that he, like, made a mistake because the whole community is eating him alive for it. Yeah. You know, and the, and the coin is recovered. You know, it's up to, like, I think last I saw it was, like, 250 or something like that. But, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're just passing it off to another company – you know, are they really developing it? Do they have the community's best interest in mind? Who knows? You know, especially since the guy stayed anonymous. It's like, you, it's funny because there's these booms happen for different reasons. Before it was ICOs, now it's DeFi. But you still find those bad actors, regardless of what it is, that take advantage of, of whatever it is that's pushing, that's pushing it. But, and, and that's what sucks because it hurts like the overall view of the potential of this stuff. It's yeah. like, do you know how amazing that is? That people can get loans and and create things on the blockchain without having to go through a centralized service that you're going to be paying astronomical fees for that you don't even know why you're paying them, you know, and and not even have full control of your money at the same time. It's like. It's almost like a no-brainer. You know
0: what I mean? So, well, it's it's not going to be as big as uh, free from nine to five coin. I'll tell you that right now. No, that's no, that's no, not no. going to be a shit coin at all. No, that that would definitely be the next big one. <laughs> um, so for those of you, I've I've kind of already mentioned this. Kyle and I, we we partner up on a lot of things. We're uh, coming together on a. Uh, it's probably going to be a free ebook uh, to kind of get your your feet wet learn how to, not learn really a whole lot of anything actually, it's actually more so just walking you through the steps so where you can create your accounts so you can actually go after, do your own research of course, and get uh, your projects, tokens, uh, that sort of thing, um, and so Kyle, uh, if those those out there want to get Ethereum, obviously I'm going to post a link uh, below this podcast episode, but what where, where would they go get it?
1: Um, you know, for most beginners, especially in the United States, um, Coinbase is always the number one spot to start. Okay. Um, you know, there's there's also uh, Gemini, which is um, a product of the Winklevoss brothers, which is another trusting, very solid project. Um, it's it's number two for sure behind Coinbase. Um, but I just I always recommend everybody to start with Coinbase. That's that's where I started. That's where 99 percent of people in the United States start. Um, it's a super easy, user-friendly uh, interface, um, and it's just piece of cake to use. So that's where I always recommend to go first.
0: I would really like to see uh, somebody come along, preferably a nerdy-looking kid, and um, and copy the uh, Gemini project, the uh, the Winklevosses. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to see them get copied just one more time. You know, <laughs> yeah, the next the yeah. next Facebook, the Facebook of uh, of crypto, but um, right. Yeah. So, okay. So guys, link below. We'll make sure Coinbase, uh, keep an eye out for uh, the ebook. It's going to be probably on the website as will this podcast. Uh, you'll be able to check this out. iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify. I'll make sure it's everywhere. We're going to have Kyle on a lot because he is uh, he is my crypto go-to. And yeah. once again, little asterisk, this is not investment advice. We're, we're not licensed. We're just giving education. Feel free to do what you want with it. Um, and then if you do want to get uh, get going, obviously we'll, we'll make sure we have a Coinbase link uh, below. And, um, and yeah, so anyways, Kyle, thank you so much for being on the podcast episode. We'll have you on again very shortly. And uh, yeah, that's it. Make sure you yeah, subscribe. Make um, sure you leave five stars. And Kyle, any last words? No, uh,
1: I'm – other than uh, I'll have to uh, make sure that I'm a little more prepared with my uh, my verbiage because I know, you know, I'm no crypto developer or programmer <laughs> or anything like that. So sometimes my verbiage gets off and, and me regurgitating things I've learned isn't always, you know, the easiest thing to do. But yeah, man, just uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm an open book. Anyone anyone needs help or anything, just feel free to reach out to me. Um, you know, being part of that Crypto 101 podcast for as long as I was, it kind of instilled instilled in me that I'm... You know, one of those warriors out there to to help help others. You know, learn the space. So uh, uh, I'm here if anybody ever needs any advice or help. So Kyle Finley, financial advice though.
0: (laughs) Kyle Finley, aka Crypto Jesus. All right, guys, you can find him in the Facebook group, Free from Nine to Five community. We will talk to you soon. DJ, drop that beat.